Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters, about however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. A little rainy and slimy out there this morning, but uh, we'll make it. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the outdoor show this morning is Jake. And let's head up to Lake Houston now. Let's check in with our good friend John Littleton, see what he's up to. Morning, John. What's up? Hey, good morning. Oh, man, just like I was telling Jake, I'm trying to wake up. I need about two more cups of coffee, and I'll be good to go. There you go. You know, (laughs) you just can't. I just can't wake up anymore until I get about three cups. Then I'll be all right. <laughs> Sounds like me on the schedule I'm on. Yeah, yeah, I know. And man, Nothing like heck, a good, I, strong cup of Java to start the morning off. There you go. There you go. And I, I when I'm, I always fix mine the night before, you know, and then that way I just, you know, set the timer and, and, uh, I, I put an extra scoop in it last night, so it's a little <laughs> tangy this morning. <laughs> it's got that kick, but nothing wrong with that. No, no, everything. You're gonna make good a drink, here, make it strong. You're gonna make coffee, make it strong. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking, and I was talking with Jake, and you know, I I drink mine just straight coffee. You know, I mean. No cream, no sugar, just coffee, and uh, you know it, it's it's kind of like a steak. You know, I mean, I like a steak. I don't like to cover it up with steak sauce and seasoning. No, if you cook a good steak, stuff. you just ruin it by trying to cover it up. If it's cooked right, yeah. you don't need nothing on it. No, 
No, just a good old chunk of meat. So, yeah. No, everything's pretty good, Mickey. This this rain, man, it started yesterday afternoon, and I don't know. It was still raining when I went to bed. So it was, well, I'm sure the lake got a lot of water in it yesterday. Probably get a lot more because that rain, you know, coming down, I mean, that water coming down from the Trinity and San Jacinto, you know, coming into the lake is going to, I didn't even check the water level this morning, but I'm sure it's up. So they're they're done doing their check down there on the dam, so they let it fill back up. But um, white bass has been the main ticket, Mickey, out here. Um, you know, there's a there's a couple of areas that you know they're they're you know catching quite a few where that spillway comes off of that Trinity River and dumps into the bayou uh, seems to be the best place, you know, right now. It's a timing thing, you know, mm-hmm. just like with anything else. You've got to be there at the right time, and sometimes it's morning, sometimes it's midday, but usually it's been around 10 o'clock or so seems to be about the best time right. to go in there and catch them. Um you know, and it's kind of hard to find. You know, I had uh, a listener call me, I think it was Tuesday, and he had went out Monday, and he couldn't find it. You know, it, it's, uh, if you put in, <coughs> excuse me, if you put in at Ponderosa, they're off of Wolf Road in Huffman. Mm-hmm. You're going to go underneath the bridge, go back to your, to the west, and, uh, you know, go underneath that bridge, and you only go down maybe four or five hundred yards, and there's a little island on the left, and you got to go in behind that island, and you're going to think, you know, there's nothing back there. But once you idle through a little cut, and you'll see, well, you'll actually hear it right now because that water's flowing, but, uh, you know, you can get up in there and and you know, just play ring around the roses with the other boats because everybody's moving around in there. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's, uh, you know, and the, the best thing they're catching them right now on a, is a, a anything chrome rattle trap, you know, chrome blueback, chrome blackback. And uh, you got to throw the, got to throw at least a quarter ounce and let it sink a little bit. You know, because that current's coming, it's coming out of there pretty good right now. But uh, <clears throat> there's no mark, there's no buoys. You can get right up there by the, where the water's coming out. So it's probably, I don't know, 20 feet wide where that water comes out. And uh, you back off and throw up in there a little bit, you know, and just work it back out. You can catch them. You'll catch Heck, you'll catch a couple black bass. You'll catch white bass. You know, I've even caught catfish in there. Yeah, you know, doing that. So, but if you can get if you can get up to where that wall is built on either side, it's a you know you're not if you don't have power poles or or talons or something to hold you, it you're going to be standing on that trolling motor all day. But if you can get right against that wall, 
it makes like a little eddy and circles back. Um, you you don't even need anything. You know, you can just sit there. But uh, it, actually, it'll push you back against that wall the way the current comes out. But, you you know, you, that's actually the best place because you can just cast across and, uh, you know, just let it drip, just let it free flow down and then just as it gets down a little ways, reel it back in. Yeah. And you can catch them. So, but um, I'm kind of kind of done for a little bit with that. I'm going to try to start catching some crappie. They're starting to move up. I mean, I'm hearing some guys catching a few, but I don't know what this weather is going to do. Right. You know, we'll have to, this weather and all this rain, you know, it's supposed to rain the next two or three days, I think. Yeah, it's so, in the in the forecast for a while here. Yeah, yeah. I went up to the to the property and refilled the feeders and checked the cameras. You know, I sent you a picture. I killed a nice eight point. I saw that. That was an old deer. That deer was about six and a half years old, and uh, you know it it was a nice deer, and. We still got a couple others out there lingering around, and me and the granddaughter's going to try to get up there so she can shoot her one this weekend. She's feeling a lot better. So, well, that's good. Yeah, she missed the yeah. opener, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she missed it. She was up. She was upset. She wanted to go, you know, but it was better, you know, to stick around. Didn't want to get out there and, you know, get get even worse but she's a lot better and good so we can <clears throat> we can get out there i don't know what this rain's gonna do but they'll still come to the feeder and eat yeah they you will so. you shoot one i like to watch all that water fly off of when that bullet impact hits them <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you, you know you go how did that coat on that deer hold that much water <laughs> yeah Kind of like your dog when you're giving it a bath and then they shake. Yeah. No <laughs> joke. Man, that dog yeah. held a lot of water. Yeah. You know, I had, I had trail cameras on that on my feed pen and one mm-hmm. on each side. And when that deer came in, yet it started taking pictures. And it'll take a picture every minute. Right. And uh, I watched that deer for about nine minutes on trail camera, and I had nine different pictures. It's kind of like time-lapse photography, you know, and then I, I went back and looked at the, at the pictures after, I, you know, this week, and it's like it jumped into the pen. It came up on the outside, jumped into the pen, ate around. I watched it, watched it. I wasn't going to shoot it, and uh, I watched it for nine minutes, had nine different pictures, and the last picture, it's laying on the ground underneath the feeder. <laughs> so, you know, that was that was pretty neat <laughs> to do that. Yeah. And uh yeah, it was just every minute it would snap a different photo. So and the last one, like I said, it's now him being eight playing. like he was and being six and a half years old, that's all he was ever gonna be. So hey, that's a good deer oh, he, to harvest right there. That deer was already downhill, going downhill, you know. So yeah, it was no, you know, the horns were ugly and all that, but, you know, I don't eat horns, so 
you know, got some meat on the table and, uh, <laughs> you know, that's all good. But, uh, now we're going to try to get her one this weekend. And, um, my brother went up to Fayette this week, had a pretty good day up at Fayette. Anybody going bass fishing up there, they, he did pretty good up there this week. And I fished up in the ponds at the ranch and caught some bass. I even kept four and cleaned them and cooked them while I was there. I was there by myself, and heck, it's too far to go to town to get something to eat. So, you know, I just cleaned me up four of them and laid them and had some good old fried bass that was pretty good so but everything's been pretty good mickey it's just you know like you said a while ago it's weather you know how wet do you want to get the next few days yes well we could use this so, rain as long as it's not too much just oh good, yeah good yeah, soaking definitely. rain like it is right now Yep, definitely. I don't mind hunting in the rain. You know, them deer are still going to come out and eat. Sure. So, you know, they'll, they're going to come out, and they're chasing right now like crazy, man. I I pull the cards when uh, I was up there Wednesday and Thursday and uh, pull the cards on the trail cameras, and, man, I got nose-to-the-ground bucks and bucks chasing does and you see blurs going across you know and there's all kinds of stuff going on but yeah yeah it's that time of year for certain good. areas of the state and <clears throat> that'll go away and then yep. all of south texas rutting activity will happen late in the year that's great great thing about texas it's so big man the ruts all year depends on where you want to fish I mean, hunt, <laughs> fishing yeah, on the brain yeah. this morning. Oh, I know, yeah, but, yeah, you're, you know, it's like that with the spawn, though, Mickey. I mean, you know, yep. when bass spawn, you know, they always spawn up north first, and then they work their way, you know, whatever lake it is, they always do. Right. And then they just work their way down, you know, so. But it, Well, the it's north like ends of the lake's the warmest water, you know, starting off spring. Right, right. Right. Yep. It is. It's more direct sunlight, and it's uh, protected by those hard, cold north winds. Right. Same way in the right. bay. Kind of pretty much the same way we fish here. Is it? Same drill. You is bet, it? man. Fishing's fishing, bud. When, when do the uh, trout start to spawn? Yeah, depending on where you're at on the coast, it's earlier down south. Naturally, their waters are warmer earlier. But uh, right. just like for here, Galveston Bay, I would say uh, probably your best spawning is from April till October. They go all year long. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it's always been a water right. temp. You know, February, March, you know, into April, you know, you get that 62 to 65 degree water temp. Right. They're, they're on the beds. You know, so yeah. Find All right, man. Trees. We're already out of time, John. Unfortunately, oh, I got to yeah, go. Yeah. But uh, somebody wants to give you a call, throw them out a number, man. Sure, they can call me on my cell two eight one two 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 eight five four four. 
Sounds good. John, have a good right. weekend. Put that granddaughter on a you deer, do. man. I, I will. We'll send you a picture. I'm sure she'll kill one. So. All right, buddy. Have a All good right. one. Later. All right. Well, the Belleville Meat Market, what a great place to shop and have all your processing needs done. This week, they're double featuring their jalapeno pecan smoked sausage and their three cheeses pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available, and they have a full menu on pecan smoked barbecue. That's all served Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. They're now taking orders for their country smoked turkey, so if you want to get an order in for Thanksgiving... What a great, uh, good product. I've used them for years and years. They make a good turkey. And uh, custom processing on their pigs and calves, they do that all year long. Order a half calf or a hind quarter, you can have it processed any way you like. And wild game processing, they're making Vinny dogs and hog dogs. Using your own venison or wild pigs, bring something home from your hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. They're open Monday through Sunday, or Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. The Belleville celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning, and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All righty. Rainy Friday morning. No better guy to talk to. I'm sure he's out on the dike and braving the elements. 520 here in the Bayou City. Let's go down and talk to our good friend Dave Fremont, Texas City, and Boyd's One Stop. Dave, good morning. Good morning, Captain Mickey, and I'm I'm loving every minute of it. Yep. That's a, that's a song, loving every minute of it. Well, there ain't one out to be. <laughs> I, 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 I took a little old ride from League City and made my way out here on the dike, and I had a little old steady, slow rain on the windshield. The wipers weren't even on on probably about mid-high, something like that. Just a nice little old steady soaking rain. and. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much stayed that way all the way down the dike till I got back about down to the last half a mile and things cleared off a bit, but it's just really nice. It's been it's been so doggone hot. This feels really good. Sixty seven degrees and I'm sitting out here by the shrimp boat docks and uh the rain's let up. Uh this is perfect flounder weather. Yes. Perfect. And uh how long is that thing? I've been trying to forget. Is it is it two years now that we've we've had that moratorium going on? Yeah, yeah, it's time flies when you're miserable. It um, does. <laughs> but it's uh, it's one of those What's days. Life, of, lifespan of a flounder about five, six years, something like that. Well, you know, it's I rightly long. don't know. Yeah, uh, they don't last long when I catch them. I, they pretty much uh, hit the hit the frying pan or the broiler the same day uh, in, in the old days, but uh, I think they probably do live a, a, probably a good good five years. They then my females grow pretty quick. They get on that once they get about breeding age, they they can put that weight on in a hurry, especially during the time when they're fixing to make their way out into the Gulf. Right. But 
yeah, I miss it. Uh, wasn't nothing more fun to, than to come out here on a on a day just like this and uh, throw a couple of rods out in the rod holders. Well, and just uh, we're totally off base, according to this. A southern flounder is uh, <clears throat> have an average lifespan of eight years. Male and female southern flounder take approximately two years to reach sexual maturity, and at that age. Uh, the males weigh about half what the females weigh, and males live for about five years, while females live until about eight years old. Females can live very long lives, up to 20 years, if they're not swimming in Galveston Bay, it says. Uh, no, I, I threw that in there. <laughs> the average yeah. lifespan of a flounder is about three to ten years. Yeah, well, that's, that's, a, a, that's a pretty pretty wide range right there. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess some, it's kind of like that weather other. forecast. Well, it could be about a twenty to eighty percent chance of rain today. <laughs> we just don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, it it might rain. It might not. Yeah. Well, I made my run out to the end. Out to the end, and uh, there wasn't too much activity going on as to be expected. There were there were a few no cars out there. A couple of fellows was out there. They were doing it. They had a. Uh, they had the long rods out, but they were huddled up in the vehicles, and I don't blame them one bit. They're probably in their sawing logs waiting on morning, but I uh, didn't see any activity going on. Didn't see anybody back in the back corner fishing for croaker, but uh, there may be some head out there a little bit later. I don't know how long this rain's going to last. Or I've heard mixed reports on that and how much we're going to get, but I'm not going to be concerned about that. We've needed this cool down so long. This old earth needs needed a break in terms of them high temperatures. I'm I'm just glad to see it. Yeah. Well. It's uh it's gonna be slow as far as the fishing report goes. Don't have much to throw towards anybody. I know that uh there's not too much going on other than a a bull red. Well you know a, a buddy of mine um uh, day before yesterday I was getting in the vehicle there at the dike fixing to head on back to league city and and he pulls up and he said baby i got i got two slot reds here and no more in about an hour uh out here on the dike and there you catch slot reds out here don't get me wrong especially if you're wading along looking for trout or something you'll catch some along uh-huh. along skyline but but when you're out there fishing the rock line and it's a pleasant surprise, but he hit a couple of nice slots, and uh, so that was a that was a somewhat of a nice little low report from for a bank fishing bank fishing report anyway. But uh, yeah. so I know that uh, some fellows was out here; they were fishing with live shrimp, and they started catching uh, quite a few bull reds and and black drum on on live shrimp, and uh, that's a that's a surprise too. But uh, you never know with a with a redfish. Good grief, they'll eat a they'll eat a tennis shoe if you put it out there in the right way. It's been a drum. They will. Drum They're will. in the right mood. They will. Yeah. Drum will eat. They'll eat whole oysters, shell and all. Like. like yeah, I people do. don't realize how many oysters a, a big old bull drum can consume in one year. They eat a bunch of them. They can crush them. They have got the means to break one open down there in their throat. Yeah, they do. It's, look down that throat and look at them crushers. Redfish too. I mean, they can they can take a crab and just turn it to mush. They look just like that. I don't know what that terrazzo tile 
that's got all them pebble yeah. rocks, you know? Yeah. It's like they got, they got two of them that smashed together like they probably got the the jaw strength of a pit bull, but they'll take a they'll take oysters like it isn't anything. I'm 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 being honest. We took uh, battery operated drills out there on the dike, and we'd we'd ship off a couple of them oysters and uh, and drill a hole through them and run our hooks into those and, and catch drum on them whole oyster shells. Really, really. And it's uh, just uh, when we didn't have crab or anything else that we could we could use, we'd uh, we'd do that. And they're uh, they're just an amazing creature on what they can eat. They can take care of business down there under the water. They that's why they're so big. Like, like they're just like me. They ain't got no problem finding food, and they'll eat it just about anything. Kind of like me, but it's uh, <laughs> it's. They're, they're a cool fish, actually, for being so doggone ugly. Well, they're like, like me and you both when it comes to shrimp. Just about everything <laughs> eats a shrimp. Shrimper, that's that's good menu right there. Yeah. I hadn't met a fish or, or a human being and turn a shrimp down. Man, yeah, I just feel so sorry for folks that get all itchy and the throat closes <laughs> up and stuff when they eat them. I just, I, I really hate that, but... uh I don't know how I'd get around that if it started happening because I just just love those shrimp so so doggone much. But uh, you know it ain't going to be long. I know I know Jason's he's itching, but uh, it's going to be crawfish season in no time this year. Yeah, he's probably getting a little twitchy, isn't he? <laughs> oh man! I mean, you start getting a little bit of weather like this, and it's just. Uh, I know he's probably been down to Louisiana a few times already to our little old hub down there and talking to the guys down there and meeting up with some of the crawfish farmers. And I just know that uh, it won't be long. Something will be something will be said about the crawfish. I just know that uh, he's getting excited once again about that. But it, it's just this year is just flying by. This last quarter is just it, it is. Kind of like your show. It seems like as soon as I flip it on, it's about time to, that you're shutting it down. I mean, it's just uh, time is just flying by. It it does. It's uh, the older we get, the time. Isn't it amazing when you're a kid? You can't wait to be an adult and grow up, and, and it <laughs> takes forever. And then yeah, and then when you uh, become old, you want to slow the clock down a little bit and enjoy what you got left. And man, it just flies, dude. Yeah, that that clock gets to be a real pain when you when you turn into an adult, because then you you got to get up early in the morning, go out and make a living. So you get, you take that clock, you want to throw it through the window, you hate it, and then it just starts flying by, and the years start clicking off. But uh, you're thankful to be alive, but at the same time, you just can't believe what's happening in terms of time. But and then when you yeah. get on up to get on up to our age, you just sit and shake your head and and wonder how much you got left. Hey, really I just roll the flow, man. No stress. Yeah. Hey, enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. it. Well, yeah. How's y'all shrimp uh, uh, stock down there? Y'all got plenty of those pretty shrimp for people to buy? I know a lot of people texted me and said, man, we went down there and got some boiled shrimp on that special. They sure were good. We did, we did have a good special. We had a combo special where you could get a, five pound bag of clean crabs and five pounds of those 16 no it was five pounds of of uh peeled shrimp 
champagne, but peeled shrimp <sighs> for like thirty-five bucks, and that, that flew out the window. We've we've I long bet. since given that given that little deal up, but uh, there'll be something else come along. And we do have we still have plenty of shrimp. We've got some of those nine twelves. I think we probably have some sixteen twenty tails. I'd bet money on that. As I walked through a while ago, I was kind of looking. I was looking at the shrimp uh, in terms of uh, for fishing. And uh, Alberto got a nice selection of live shrimp back there in the tanks, and they were kicking. I don't know about finger mullet. I don't think I saw the green flag frying, flying or frying. And uh, but he may have a few back there. I don't know. But uh, but he's in pretty good shape for bait, and they had all the tuck. I even saw live crabs. I saw. I think I saw all three sizes, ones, twos, and threes. Didn't uh, the ones were kind of slim. Didn't see too many there, but. For people that want to go out there and enjoy the day and catch one of these big uglies or reds, we've got some some live crab and also for for dining on. So, Mickey, that's it in a nutshell. I think well, we got them covered. Pretty good nutshell, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I tell you, I can't help it. I know you got to shut her down, but when I hear that Belleville Meat Market ad, and, uh, it just uh, gets me all fluffed up and excited. It does, you me know, one too. thing I've been going you know, there forever, and it just—I'm uh, like a kid in a candy store when I show up out there. You know, when we ride out there, I don't know how many miles it is from your place, but I bet you it's every bit of seventy to eighty miles. I think from, uh, it's uh, ninety. I think it's ninety-three miles from my house to there. Well, you know, probably mine ain't, is about like that, too. So you figure a couple hundred miles round trip by the time right. I get lost and stuff. But uh, I don't go there to, uh, to make a to save a whole lot of money because when I get there, I'm going to spend a whole lot of money. But just little things. We go up there to get those chickens, those fresh chickens hadn't even been frozen. I don't think they even been plucked. That oh, long. the whole fryers? Yeah, you get those whole fryers, and they'll run yeah. a sale on them. They run a sale on them to where... I mean, they're good deal. But when you take those chickens and you bust one open and they've got that yellow fat and they ain't got no water pumped into them. Looks no, like they, no, you know, they had a, that's right. That, I mean, those chickens, they're not real big chickens. They don't look like when you go to stab one, it's going to stab you back. These chickens are just perfect size and the yellow fat in there tells me that uh, they haven't been altered. Just. I don't know. I'm like yeah, we talked about. They're I'm totally old, I'm, different from what you buy at the grocery store, no doubt. They're they're just like the chicken of the old days. I mean, just a good exactly. yellow yellow fat yard bird. But anyway, little yard things like bird. that. Needle. Hey, I like yeah. to do. I like to take those whole fryers they got there. I know they call them fryers, but I like to do them on the on my big pit beer butt chicken. Yeah, you know. Yeah, hey, you, oh, you boy, can't hurt them. Whole chicken roasted bird. Here we go, oh, baby. Man. Good old crispy skin. I'm oh, telling you, yeah. they, they got the chicken. I'm going to tell you, anybody <laughs> wants to have a, the, one of the old day fried chickens, uh, ain't too big. You can get them in the, a whole chicken in one of them iron skillets, you know, cast iron skillets. Yes, sir. Just, just brings back the good old days. Mm. But that's it, Mickey. I'm I got to have some chicken. I'm glad they're as far <laughs> away from their, my house as they are, or I would be broke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, hey. Give them some info about Boyd's One Stop. They're coming down to the dike. It's a good, good option to stop in at Boyd's, man. 
come on down and, and see the see the folks down there. They take a ride down here and maybe get something at the grill. Uh, it's going to be kind of slow at the store today, so they'll they'll give you special attention today just if you talk to them, and, and uh, they'll be looking forward to seeing you. 227 Dyke Road. 409-945-4001, BoydsOneStop.com and Boyd's One Stop on Facebook or Boyd's Cajun Grill on Facebook. And uh, you can get all the info there on the latest and the greatest on shrimp, seafood, fish and tackle, bait. Uh, that's why they call it Boyd's One Stop, One Stop, One Stop Shop. Covers it all. Mickey, have a good weekend, brother, and uh, y'all y'all be safe and look forward to talking to you again next Friday. Good Lord. Will. I'm going I'm to do it, Dave. You do the same, my friend. I'll talk to you next Friday. Be safe. Thank you now. All right. Later. All right. That's Dave Fremont down at Boyd's One Stop and the Texas City Dyke. All right. Well, you know, approximately 70% of all fatal boating accident victims drown. And out of that 70%, 87% of them were not even wearing a personal flotation device. A PFD, it's like wearing a seat belt. It's the biggest safety feature. It's proven to save your life. The Onyx AM24, that's the one I wear, and it's very comfortable. And it's convertible from automatic to manual or manual-only inflation. It has a low-profile design. It keeps you comfortable in hot weather. And it has a soft neoprene neckline. It won't rub you raw when you're moving from spot to spot in rough water. And the durable ripstop fabric, it resists tears and punctures. Inflatable PFDs are not recommended for children and non-swimmers, but Onyx has a complete lineup of flotation devices to fit every situation. For more information, visit onyxoutdoor.com or check them out at Academy Sports and Outdoors. I wear Onyx PFDs. You should, too. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 539 here in the Bayou City. Let's uh, run down G-Town way. Let's check in with Captain Steve Hillman this morning see what he's up to. Good morning, Stevie. What's happening? Good morning, Captain Mickey. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Just sitting here watching it drizzle rain and blow a little bit. We're not going yep. today. Yep. First day off in about six days, which it's all right, I guess. I think we there's one area I'm fishing. We could have made it work probably, but uh, I don't know. I had to kind of let the guys know ahead of time so they could plan. So anyway. Yeah, at least the wind switched. It's, um, looking at it, it's north-northwest across the board now, anywhere from 10 to 17. As oh, is it already up to that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's some there's some areas we, we can, right now, finally, we can get out of some of this wind. We've got some more options here in the last couple of weeks since that last front. Right. But, uh, but it looks like the next, uh, next three days are going to be really tough. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know why this rain's going to hang on. Is this thing going to back up or what with a northeast wind? I don't know. I originally thought it was going to clear out by tomorrow night. Well, that's what local news is saying. Yeah, you know, clear out this morning, everything would be fine. But now they're throwing a ninety percent chance for Galveston tonight and eighty uh, percent tomorrow, and then eighty uh, percent or maybe ninety percent Monday. Now I saw. They stretch it all the way out for the next three days. And I've got my guys coming in from Michigan for 
for three days, oh. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, every year they come in for three days. They normally do it in December. This year they're doing it in November. And, man, it doesn't look good for the first day or two. We normally do Matagorda, but we can switch it up. But I don't know. We might have to go get in the Colorado River or something. I'll, but if it's storming and stuff, who knows? I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. But uh, it's been a pretty good ride. Monday? Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Okay. Well, yeah. Tuesday's 30% and Wednesday's fine. You know, we're going to lows in the 50s and the highs in the upper 60s, low 70s. That's good stuff as long as it ain't raining. Yeah, that's awesome. What's Monday? What's your forecast showing for 80% Monday? 80% is what I'm showing here. Yeah, yeah that's what I saw. Drops to 40 on Sunday and uh, with northeast at 15, but then Monday 80% with 25-mile-an-hour uh, northeast winds. Yeah. yeah. These forecasts are all over the place. I looked at three different yeah, forecasts. Yeah, flip a coin. Yeah, I said something different, but <laughs> but no, it's been a, it's been a good ride. That's it. Uh, if you don't like uh, one <laughs> forecast, change the channel or hit another site. <laughs> That's exactly right. Find the one you're looking for. That's right. But no, nah, man, these fish they uh they are where they are. It's it's no different than last fall. It's no different than the fall before that. And maybe go. You know, the only thing that's changed in the last seven or eight years is the the overall quality. I mean, we're catching some decent fish mixed in. Uh, the numbers are fine. You know, you can get your silly old limits every morning before 8 if you want, you know, and then you sure. can beat on them or go do something else. And we're catching a lot of fish. We are, and it, it is a lot of fun. But uh, in the last two weeks, we've only we've had two fish over four pounds in Galveston. Matagorda's mm-hmm. a little bit different. Uh, had one a little over three yesterday. But most of them, honestly, most of the legal fish are – are 15 and a half to 17 and a half few 18 inches and then every once in a while you get an outlier that's 22 to 24 inches uh uh-huh. i think i don't know what what day it was this past week old greg pratt had caught a 24 looked like about a 24 maybe 25 inch with me but it it weighed almost four and a half and uh, of course obviously let it go but uh that that's a big practice man i can't believe he's still fishing he's been fishing around here with all of us for a long long time yeah he came he came with a with another group and uh he uh as a guest and he told me he was telling me some stories he's fished with blaine and james hung out with all you guys years ago he's a a great guy he's a hell of a fisherman that 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 larger that larger fish was the his i think it was his first cast of the morning but uh, we 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 caught the mess out of them. It was really good. But uh, but our bite's been real early. Uh, we I mean you can there's a couple areas you can go like yesterday we caught fish real early and then and then we just went riding around and looking. I've been doing a lot of a lot of looking around at different stuff. Well, not different, just I guess different for for me in the last yes two months. New you know what I mean? That you hadn't stuff been I've done around. in the past. Yeah, stuff I've done but, in the past, but right. But we left yesterday morning and and um, had uh, who I have Brian Castile and Matt Bird and, and uh, we left those fish and went looking for reds and pull up to an area I used to catch a lot of reds, just some shallow towheads uh, near like a series of deep guts, and uh, it's usually, usually good for two to to four slot reds. And a bunch mm-hmm. of rats. There's all, there's been a bunch of rat reds everywhere where I'm fishing, but 
I pull up, we pull up in there and I catch a, a 26 and a half inch red on first cast. Then we caught a couple undersized reds and then we caught like 15 more trout. I mean, fat trout, nothing long, but just really healthy fish. All right. And, um, and it just, there's, there's fish in four or five areas that I'm fishing. There's, there's quite a few fish. Um, there's other areas where I caught some last year where I, I can't, I can't really catch them, but the, you know, the, the common theme for me right now is the same as it has been for the last two or three weeks is uh, some habitat, some shell, just about everywhere I'm fishing, there's some live shell and, uh, and we're close to deeper water. <clears throat> and when those fronts hit like that one, I guess it was last week, early last week, right. And uh, that water temperature, it actually dropped all the way down to the mid fifties, 56, somewhere in there, I think might be the lowest I saw. And those fish tightened up near those ledges and then when it warms up, <clears throat> they're not going far. They're they're staying in the same areas. I was telling one of my guys the other day, it kind of the whole setup. What I'm seeing, what we see every year, it's kind of like we always we talk about the snowbirds. You know, I, I used to go to Florida a bunch, and and they have a lot of snowbirds, like from New England people that move down for the winter. And yeah. these trout, these trout are like they're like the snowbirds. They come down, they they. They are where they are. They're all, they're, they are where they're going to be. Uh, they're not going back. <laughs> they're not going back to their summer spots, not, not for, you know, four or five months. They, so they, they may mo- spread out a little bit when it, in between these fronts when it warms up, but, uh, but they're going to be in the same general area. But one thing I noticed this week, they didn't loosen up as much as I thought they were going to do. They, they, stayed uh i mean when you can pull up to an area and everybody's hooking up they're not all that spread out you know what i mean yeah but uh <clears throat> but everything uh everything we're catching actually this week color hasn't mattered but prior to this week it was like slamming chicken chicken on a chain and then uh and that calm clear water that we had there for about four or five days sun comes up we're going that chartreuse silver glitter uh, this week we caught a lot more fish on on uh, Mirror Little John's Little John XLs that chicken on chain color, uh, and then when the s- sun was real bright here a couple of days ago before we got the overcast, I uh, I just grabbed a, a pack of those little bass assassin uh, sea shed that it's called fried chicken. They're basically a, a bone diamond with a chartreuse tail with a lobster yeah, tail. I, I don't know where they got fried chicken out of that. One <laughs> sounds good though. It's it's just like a lot of this stuff like these little PNBs we're throwing that they sent us, you know, PNB <clears throat> the story I heard is is Robin was watching his grandson <laughs> play run around on the floor of the living room and he, he told his wife that that boy's full of piss and vinegar and that's that's where he came <laughs> that's, where, that's how they got <laughs> that's, that's where they came good. up with that name. Yeah, that's what I heard. But um at any rate it, it <laughs> color hasn't color hasn't mattered much. Um some of the areas I'm fishing are real hard shell, and, and I'm not catching as many fish there. The water got super, super clear, and and uh, there was actually some birds working in one of those areas the other day, and, and uh, we caught up to them one time, but, man, it, it's so hard to catch up to these fish in clear water like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, you ever see these, like when the mullet wrapped up or, or whatever and a, a pelican flies through the sun? and throws a shadow on the mullet right. and they scatter everywhere. Uh-huh. Well, it's like the same thing, I think, with these trout, whether we're wading or whether we're drifting. If, 
when the sun's at your back, you, we're casting a shadow, and those trout can see that. They just, it's hard to get close to them. And uh, sometimes you have to come in from, like, the downwind side and stuff and do weird stuff. But, but we haven't – there's a few birds working, but we haven't messed with hardly any birds. We're pretty much just fishing structure. And, um, and they're not slicking. These trout are not slicking at all. I haven't seen one slick this week. Uh, and very little surface activity other than a few birds working on, on really big white shrimp. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but there's the birds where in the areas I'm fishing are few and far between. There's, there, that's really not a good game plan. If you're going out to work birds, you're, that's, that's a risky proposition. Mash your barbs down because they're all going to be 90% throwbacks. Oh yeah. Shake oh, them yeah. off. Don't flip them in the boat. Let them flop all over. Knock all the slime off, and then pick them up and squeeze them hard and take them off the hook and that's throw them it. out the side. That, that's it. That's no, suicide that's a, that's for a trout. Big especially time. the little right. ones. That's exactly right. And there's a couple areas you can go. You can catch all the little ones you want. You'll catch some keepers, but I, I kind of been avoiding those areas. But man, it's yeah, no why different. Why beat than the little other. ones down to get a few <clears throat> keepers? You know, go look for something yeah. better. You know, but it's you. it's. It's no different than any other fall, Mickey. It's just it's these fish tighten up like they're supposed to do, and and then come July, we're scratching our heads and we're like, "What the hell happened to all these fish?" And then well, come October, they're all spread out. And then come October, November, like, "Wow, it's the best stuff I've ever seen." And I mean, it's <laughs> you, you know, it's it's just now. Hopefully, we some of these fish can stay in the system, and we can continue to get habitat help. And then there's going to be some regulatory changes coming down the pipeline. Uh, maybe as soon as April or May. Um, so, and that that'll help, I guess. I guess, but we need a lot more help. We need habitat. We got other issues. Yes. Uh, but anyway, it's uh, overall we're happy right now. It's it's fun. Everybody's catching fish. So, and a lot of reds, a lot of flounder mixed in too. We're catching a fair amount of redfish and really nice flounder. Catching like four to six nice flounder a day mixed in, and some slot reds too. So it's it's. Typical fall fishing. It's fun when the weather cooperates, you know? Sure. So, well, I'm with anyway, you. I hate that I we're going to lose a few days. I'll get some stuff done around the house in the next few days. I've been neglecting, I guess. But, but once you get in this groove, man, fishing every day, you don't want to get out of it, you know? No, you don't. Once you get it going, it's hard to back off because you got you a good uh, pattern down and you know when you leave the dock every morning you're going to catch fish yeah that's a good feeling feeling. after the summer we had (laughs) golly man if you can make it through this summer you've done something that was a tough one that was a tough one southwest wind and drought low tides it was slow uh, bite it was uh it was a grind yeah toughest summer i've ever seen yep Oh, well. Anyway, all right, Hillman. Got... Well, I appreciate the thorough report and all the bait options and everything else. If uh, somebody <laughs> wants <laughs> if somebody wants to get with you and uh, fish Galveston or Matagorda with you, I highly recommend it. How do they get a hold of you, buddy? Yeah, man, I had a, had a couple of cancellations in December. So okay. uh, give me a holler or text, but 409-256-7937. All right, buddy. Hey, you have a good day. All right, man. I'll talk to you. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Mick. See you, bud. All right. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t